This is episode 90 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. Hello, this is episode 90 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. 90, wow, we're only 10 away from the big 100. I might have to think of something fun to do, right guys? Today we're going to continue our mini little series on bullying. Yes, this week our school is talking about it. We're wearing, or- we wore orange last Friday to just open up the conversation about bullying normalize the fact that we can communicate about this subject and sometimes some normal communication, some open lines of communication can solve problems. When we stay quiet, kids think, you know what, I don't know how to solve it and they just internalize everything. Before you know it, their self-esteem drops and they think that something's wrong with them. We want to avoid that. But today, I'm going to focus on a certain type of bullying, and that's the online bullying. And it is way too much to tackle for just seven to 10 minutes like these podcasts are. So I am going to have a follow-up episode talking about this, and we're going to really dive in to how it's affecting the brain and brain research and all of that kind of stuff. But today, let's just talk about when your child is being bullied or feeling bullied online. You know, this can happen in their favorite game. It can happen in a chat room. It can happen over a private chat. It can even happen in a school setting when there's a, a breakout room, if they're doing something online, and then the online bullying happens. The reason why I want to address this is because many of you might have situations like this happening and you don't even realize it. Because it's not happening in person, the child uh, is kind of like, well, I, I just internalize it even more than what we just talked about. Because when it's out loud, it's outside of our brain and, and it's kind of like we can process it different. But when children read the words or they're in a game and it's not face-to-face, they internalize what's being said in a completely different type of way. So it is really important for you and I to be on top of this as far as in our families, knowing that it exists and knowing how to help kids deal with it. And I am I went into a classrooms recently and talked to classes about it because I kind of go in there and I say, okay, let's talk about kindness. You know, I reframe it in a nice way and be like, When people aren't being kind online, what's the difference between online and in person? Now, you guys can let me know. Go to my website, thefocusedmindset.com, and let me know if you've dealt with this and how it's affected your child. Because we've definitely all been a part of the conversation when a child expresses feelings of shame, doubt, and even suicidal thoughts due to things that have happened online that their parents were never aware of. We've heard these stories. Maybe it's come very close to home. And we think, oh, that should have been able to be solved. It should have been able to be uh, stopped before it started. And oh, those people online are so mean. But the truth is, is that we're just really beginning to understand the psychological, uh, oh gosh, just oppression, I guess you could call it, that happens when a child is bullied or treated unfairly and and mean in an ongoing way online. And you 
can be the person that sits down with somebody and say, yes, online is now a part of our lives. The, 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 the idea is not to take the child away from all of their devices and all of the areas that they talk online. Because in today's world, that alone might be impossible to do, especially if they're using it for education. But we need to approach this in a similar way as we would if it was face-to-face. What's the problem? And let's look to solve the problem. The problem is not always the person, but it's what they're doing. And a child has more power than they think. A child that's being told mean things online and they're being bullied, they begin to feel that they don't have any power. The truth is, in that situation, they have the most power. And this is the time when we could stand up and help our kids know exactly what they need to do because they can shut down their device. They can walk away from the game. They can not play what they're playing. It feels like they can't because they love the game they're playing. But you know what? We need to really help our children stand up recognize when they feel icky about something, recognize when something just happened that treated them unfairly, then, then they walk about their day and they think, oh, I can't believe that person typed that or said that about me. They need to be ultra aware of that when they're on their games and then be empowered enough to feel how great it feels to not engage in that. We don't have that same freedom face-to-face many times. Many times there's a a face-to-face situation that we need to deal with, but online, no, they don't. And that's what I'm finding when I go into classrooms as a school counselor, where kids don't know the line. They don't know the boundary that they need to put up. They don't even know how to put up boundaries online. They don't understand that whole concept. So what I want you to do is look at ways that you can teach your kids about boundaries. What is the line that they should never, ever have crossed? They don't ever have to have crossed in their life. What is that line? What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Sit down and have that discussion with your child. And don't wait until it's too late. Start early. This is a proactive conversation, not a reactive conversation. Online feelings of being bullied starts so quickly. And like I said, because it's going straight into their brain and there's no processing of a face-to-face conversation, it can be more harmful because sometimes they keep it right there in their brain and they replay over and over and over again words of, of just unkind and cruelty, cruelty, cruel. So, well, you know what I mean? Being cruel, right? It's, it's so critical that we are watching our kids and watching how they react in, even in our own home, because it's true that they could be bullied And they're just in the room right next to you. And they're just playing a game. And you just think it's no big deal. And then come to find out for weeks and weeks, someone's been hitting them up to play, but then making them the bad person and saying rude things or uh, slipping into a private chat where they just like, just treat them horribly. Now, there's lots of different online topics. And that's why, like I said, we're going to tackle this at another time. 
But what I want to encourage you to do today, just in this week where we're thinking about bullying, is don't always assume that your child is being bullied face to face. Ask them about their online life. Ask them about the conversations and allow them to talk to you. And don't immediately go right to, that's it. We're throwing out the game. We're throwing out the computer. You're throwing out everything. Teach them about real boundaries. The boundary might be that they need to stop playing that game, but you need to walk through the process of how they can problem solve in a similar way that you would do face-to-face. Have you tried leaving a chat? Have you tried choosing to ignore it? Have you tried this and that? You need to walk through the process of them learning how to find their power. Because it's going to be reflected. It's going to be reflecting in their face-to-face interactions as well. They need to know that they can stop online bullying quicker than they can ever imagine. It's all in their head that they can't. They all think, oh, no, I can't stop playing the game. I just can't. But they can. There are some situations where it is absolutely necessary that we do completely remove our children from a device or a chat room or a chat situation, any a social media app. My sister recently did that with TikTok. TikTok is any 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 social media can be used for the good or the bad. If your child starts watching videos that are bad, then uh, you know good or bad's relative, but you know harmful to their brain, then more of those videos come their way. If they stick with the ones that are about kindness and goodness and all that, then more of those things come their way. Well, she noticed that her daughter was not being uplifted in any way by the the TikTok information. And she was so aware of that. She said, you know what? We're getting rid of that app. And you know what? Her daughter came back and said, thank you. Later, when they revisited, she goes, I don't want to download it again. I'm happier without it. I'm happier without having to deal with any of that baloney. So I want to encourage you to be aware of what's going on with your child. Don't be too quick to take everything away, but don't be the type of parent that isn't bold enough to do so. If that's exactly what needs to happen to protect your child's mind and heart from unnecessary bullying and put downs and Self-esteem can just be crushed because of words that are typed into a phone by someone who doesn't even know them. So, like I said, too much to tackle in this short time, but I just want to encourage you, be involved, be aware, and be bold in your parenting. Caring and bold. If your children feel heard and they also feel empowered and they understand what real boundaries look like, not only in person, but also in their internet and in their gaming space, they're really going to have a leg up. And it's going to be because of the input you put into their life. So don't forget to check my show notes. I'm going to give you all the helpful links. I'm going to give you the ways that you can contact me if you'd like to. And until next time, keep in touch and take care.